teardrop body, kind of a mushroom color, arms, legs, the legs look like bamboo to me with rings around it, like wine colored rings around its leg. And they were stick-like. And the thing, two of them were facing a wall, looking at a wall, like there was something going on in that wall. I only saw it from the side. And, you know, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Gentlemen, shall we begin? around the yeah. airport with your pants down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holding a little dog. I'm an idiot. I'm going to about to ask you to leave, Bob. I'm an idiot. When you know you're going to get burned, you start talking loud and over somebody. So here it comes, Joe, you're going to get burned. I'm an idiot. Next time we take Bob to the strip club, we'll say we're going to go see a bunch of kids. <laughs> it's the Idiots Podcast. If you're looking for a place to make you feel better about your life, you've come to the right place. The text message said 2P. Right. What the frig is 2P? Now, here's the three idiots. Steve, Bob, Kevin, and Joe. <laughs> people want to hear about people losing weight. Oh yeah, welcome to another episode of the Idiots Podcast, a podcast about anything, everything, and nothing at the same time. It's a true miracle. We simply go where the tangent winds take us. I am the premier idiot, Steve, also known as Conspiracy Steve, and this is episode 54, and we're going to pick up where we left off last time. We hope that you caught the last episode. We were interviewing Mr. Tom Reed. He was... Part of the Berkshire UFO incident in 1969. He has an amazing story. Part one was just getting good. Of course, we stopped right when it was going to get really, really juicy. So now it's part two. Here's Mr. Tom Reed with the rest of that story. So, yeah, so you, so the lights and all that with a car, that's just kind of like the. That's nothing compared to what happened at one point when the car was stopped, apparently. And then the next thing you know, you kind of blank out. And then the next thing you know, you're in a, a a big room and you're experiencing what's... Did you see any aliens, basically? what Did you see any faces? Did you see any figures, anything like yeah, that? Yeah. I, I, when, I, when I was first brought into this room, I was grabbed by my left arm. And it hurt. And I remember that. And I was brought and like pushed out this door. And that was someone who looked just pretty much like anyone else. I mean, it, um, you know, I, I remember there was like no, no hair. Um, it was, wasn't like the big eyes and things. This, there was a military involvement here. This was not all off world. I mean, what happened to us and where we were taken was definitely local to the Sheffield area. If anything, we were underground somewhere. And that's why people say to me, oh, well, you know, you know, why don't you tell people you were abducted? Because first of all, I was frigging out. I don't know who took me out of the car. I have no idea. I was out. And where I was, was very industrial by design. And there was a lot of military and government in the area anyway. So when people say to me, you know, where were you? And and seeing what I did, um, the, there were human, there was human beings there. I mean, they were just, you know, they were working on something and I, and, and we were brought there. But did I also see what, remind you know looked very different and alien absolutely i did i saw a mix i saw what looked like an ant believe it or not you know for me to have i've tried to say oh could i you know 
as a kid, you know, could have been in a co- costume because someone have been in there, you know, and that, but no, it was too thin. It was too small. It was no costume. Um, there were two of them. They, these figures that I saw, you know, a lot of people talk about grays or whatever. This didn't look like anything anyone else has ever described. I mean, this had a, like an ant head, teardrop body, kind of a mushroom color, arms, legs. The legs looked like bamboo to me with rings around it, like wine colored rings around its leg. And they were stick-like. And the thing, two of them were facing a wall, looking at a wall, like there was something going on in that wall. I only saw it from the side. And, you know, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. But yeah, the uh, it looked like a like an orangey gold head and it had a very thin body and it looked was it robotic was it uncanny valley was it living and breathing i have no idea but i i just saw something very different and this is 1969 yeah, yeah. but i also saw human beings yeah and where i was there were sharp turns left and right tall ceilings um, i remember like that brick glass you know that glass it looks like comes in a brick I remember something that looked like that. Mm. So wherever I was, um, I, I believe was, you know, was uh, some, you know, abandoned, uh, you know, mm. government facility, maybe. Mm. Um, you know, you had a lot of government being seen coming and going out of the woods, you know, the big walkie talkies on the sides, uh, you know, them. Uh, it was, there's so much going on back then. And all, but then again, we didn't realize that the next day when we went to the diner that, you know, all these other people had seen what we were talking about. And Jan Green, who was in Unsolved Mysteries, she actually drove to, to uh, WSBS and knocked on the door. Was that the radio station was basically off the air. They just ran a tape. And because Tom Jay, who was the radio personality at the time, he had gone home. But he was a ham operator, ham radio operator. And he was hearing all these people reporting things. So he actually went back to the station, opened up the phone lines and asked people, on, you know, where, where is this thing? What are you guys seeing? Call the station. And so that's when Jan Green actually drove to the station and knocked on the door to say, it's, you know, it's right over there. Then he made some silly comment that it was fun gas or something to her. But he believed enough that something was happening that he actually went to that station and opened it up and got on the air. I can tell when you tell the story, you are definitely, you get worked up still. I, it, it seems like it's, it, it kind of sparks something, stirs something in you as, you as you're telling it. Am I right? Well, yeah. You know, I, uh, there's a lot of things that I, I'm still frustrated over. I have questions about, um, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's, you know, this, what took place, the history that we had with this is part of our life. It's not my life. Um, we all went on to do, you know, some pretty good things, you know, we're all successful, but you, when you put yourself there, you still, you still feel it, you know, like I'll go to the park, the UFO park there, certain areas I'm fine. Yeah. I go down the road where I saw that crack where a car lit up. I still get bothered today. I'll still get, mm-hmm. you know, hairs will come up on my arms. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that, it's still that powerful to me because I think it's, you know, it's emotional memory. It's a, you know, I've never said that what happened was a bad thing, Right. Because I don't believe I was treated that badly. You know, I don't, I wasn't like, you know, I got a, you know, an ass kicking or something. Right. I mean, I still woke up the next day. I still had breakfast in a diner. I went to school. I mean, it was just a while. I was part of something extraordinary. I'm not going to say it was a, it was a horrible experience, 
the off-world part of this was not, to me, it was, uh, I was part of something, you know, that was, you know, it woke me in a lot of ways. And I'm glad to have been part of it. You know, it was a privilege to be part of it. It's crazy. How many people approximately were involved in this, seeing this, having some experience with it? About 250 is the number that has been voiced by the radio station and and those who live there. About 250 witnesses. Um, a lot of the kids saw this because they were outside. It was a holiday. And so many people want to talk about it, but they can't because their uncle could get fired, you know, because mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Gotcha. And now, put a lot of stress on the diner. My mom came under a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, my mom was harassed all the time. Mm-hmm. You said there were, she was a 29 year old single woman, yeah. you know, you said there was like certain things you don't want to talk about or there. So you, so there was things that you remember that you're still dealing with today. To this day, it's still, uh, it's, it's mind blowing to know that I saw something like that. Do you have dreams about this? Do you still have dreams about this or nightmares? No, no. Um, no, not really. I mean, I, I'll see things now and then it'll trigger a thought when I go to the park, when I go down to that, you know, Sheffield, you know, there's a, an undertow there that bothers me. Like a feeling. Can you, can you describe the, describe, most people probably don't know about alien park. Most people don't know your story. Certainly our friends and listeners in this age group. Can you describe what, how alien park came about or if you're involved in that, I'm not sure. Yeah. And it's interesting because we have a, a very young following because, you know, we've, even though this is an event that took place in 1969, it didn't really make a lot of noise until 2015 when it was deemed historically true by state government. The case went to the United Nations on October 2nd, 1992. You know, some years later, my dad died on the same day, October 2nd. And it was only after talk of him writing a book. So my father, who was a politician and an attorney, lost his life on October 2nd. And our case was mentioned at the UN on October 2nd. So a lot of the historians... And those who live in the area that worked at Sprague um, wanted to do something nice in return, you know, for my father advocating the incident. And so with that, they were going to put in a marker or a monument. And it was actually unveiled. And it was unveiled um, in 2015. It was paid for by a lot of the locals. Um, it got a lot of news coverage, um, you know, and, and uh, it was a, a monument that was like a proclamation in honor of my father for advocating the incident. So the Historical Society contacted the governor of Massachusetts, Charles D. Baker, and the lieutenant governor, and um, they looked into it. The, the Massachusetts Historical Society looked into it and found that it was historically true, you know, that there is no reason to doubt these 250 people, what happened. And then that became a tourist attraction. And then after that, people started donating lights and donating benches. And, you know, Travis Walton donated a bench. Mark, you know, Mike Barr from Ancient Aliens donated a bench. Uh, H&A Aliens filmed there. It started to become like this spot where everybody who had seen something back in the day gathered and talked and met friends and that kind of The thing. East Coast Area 51? Yeah, kind of. Could could be. I mean, the, un- Unsolved Mysteries, you know, gave us a little donation check for the park as this travel channel. Um, you know, we've got uh, Steve Ray Vaughn's nephew, you know, the son of uh, Jimmy Vaughn from the Fabulous Thunderbirds just, you know, is, is making a donation right now. Um, you know, as far as a plaque goes or something, we're not sure exactly what he's going to do yet. And BB King's daughters and talks about doing something as well. 
So all these people are now starting to support the park because the topic is getting so much press at the time, right now, you know. I guess to summarize it, my our case had a lot of witnesses. You know, if you saw Unsolved Mysteries, I don't think they treated it very, you know, fairly. They, they actually filmed the documentation. They filmed the limo, the whole bit, you know, reenactments of the, the court system it went through and they cut it all out. Mm-hmm. And when it aired, it wasn't on there. And I think they just... You know, yeah. well, they, they, got, had, they got upset over it. They yeah. had to cut it down to 22 minutes. So that's probably. No, that's probably no, no, no. It's the shortest episode of all. Oh, Every really? Oh. Four minutes. They, they cut out seven minutes. Oh, well, the government they told them to. Seven minutes. Uh, no, they, the, the men in black came to the Stop. producer's house it had nothing to do and with held up that little Jesus thing Christ. with the light and said, look into the light. And they yeah, were yeah, polarized. Yeah. Tom, I have a question for you. So this happened in 1969. So the past however many years, how long, how did you feel once the government said um, like recently with the military and they said, yes, UFOs are, they exist. They acknowledge that they exist. I think this is like the first time in forever. They made it publicly that they acknowledge they exist. They acknowledge they don't know what flying objects are. Did you have like a sense of relief um, saying, yes, well, finally? We, you know, well, we, or, you know, the documents that we got back from the United Nations in 1992 showed then that we've had all these documents then that, you know, right. UFOs were real. I mean, these are documents from the UN that we got that my father was going to actually, you know, put into a book. Which way way back then is probably what you know causes demise. But for you know, do I think this is a big step? I mean, it's it's the drippy faucet. I mean, we we're gonna you know NASA's been covering this up for a long time, which is also government funded. You've got Elon Musk. You know, he's if anyone's gonna you know announce it, he will. You got Bass Aerospace. You've got a lot of privately funded organizations that are interested in, this, in space. And so I think right now you've got. You know, you've got NASA again. It's government funded. Their lips are, you know, they they can't say anything without, you know, without the okay. So I think it's a race to say who's going to actually announce this first. And if it's not NASA or the government or you know that affiliation with space, is it going to be one of these, you know, uh, you know, privately funded groups that's going to do it? So what do you think it was? What do you think it was? Do you think it sounds like you think it was at least somewhat you think the you think NASA or, or the government was somewhat involved in your experience, your your event. Is that what I'm getting out of that? I know for a fact that there was some government funded organization working in conjunction with our our incident. Okay. What did we see something off world? Absolutely. There's this, this sphere. I never said came out of the water, rose from the banks of the water. Um, there's nothing like that to this day. I mean, people, here's the other thing. Okay. People still see it there. This isn't something that happened once. This has been happening for decades. What? Even in 2012, Wait, 2013. They, people in that area are still seeing what you saw? Yes. I, I think it's we all, can make it's a- all over. It's all over the papers. It's a, it was on a Boston Globe. It was in Berkshire Eagle just a couple of weeks ago. In New York, Mainstream Magazine covered it. They still see these spheres. As a matter of fact, there was crop circles in 2012 and 2013 in Sheffield. I'm not a big believer in crop circles, but then again, they happen there. And they've got sightings of this sphere in broad daylight over cornfields. 
It's not like it was a one-time thing. Oh, this well, has those, been going on. Well, those crop circles you, were shown to to be a hoax after all. That's not all of them. No, not all of them. A mm. lot of them are sure, but so you're thinking maybe yeah. these these things are coming out of the earth and not necessarily from out of the sky. No, I'm not saying that. So wow. So to kind of kind of wrap it up here, you you think this is you think. The aliens want to, to exterminate us, or do you think they want to, you know, go play nicely? We are alien. Earth yeah. is our galaxies are. A lot of the life here was brought here to preserve it. Do I think, you know, there's good and bad in everybody and anything? You know, we're, you know, uh, it's hard to say if there's how, you know, the, uh, the differences in life that are visiting us. But as far as what I experienced and what a lot of other people experienced, if they wanted to harm us, they would have done it a long time ago. I don't think... As long as they don't, you know, pull out that death ray. Yeah. You don't want that. Yeah, like... (laughs) So what do you think, Steve? What do you think's going on? I kind of wonder if it's the spiritual world. They're like, the spiritual world is rising up. And that's kind of what we see. What do you think of that? Angels, well, demons. Um, first of all, I'm not I'm not religious, but or, and, you know, agnostic. But what we saw was nuts and bolts. I mean, it wasn't spiritual. What What is your belief, Steve? What do you What do you think is happening? What do you get from all this? Oh man, that's crazy. I mean, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's a distraction for all of us from the from the evil one to get us off track of what is out there for us. So we're spending all our so you're, time. You're, 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 you're a strong believer in God and devil, that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about it. Really? Think, yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So let me ask you this then. Where's heaven? I don't think it's a, it's a physical place necessarily. I think it's another dimension. Do you believe in other dimensions? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I think it's like another dimension. And I think we all see it differently. Like some of it just try to see it like in a metaphysical right, way. So, so you got God who put earth together, right? Right. You got trillions, trillions of galaxies out there. Right. Why would he just put life on one? Well, one that's, planet? you know, that's a fair question. Let me ask you a question. Do you know God doesn't exist? Nope. There you go. That's where I am. I would say that's, that. That's I would where say I that am. <laughs> I just have no faith. Proof. No, there's no proof of anything. No, not but, really. No, there isn't any proof. It's a belief, and I and I do believe in in uh, in a, a spirit world. Well, there you go. You're um, talking spirit stuff. I mean, so it's kind of like you uh, leave the door open. As, as far as like you know, do I think there's one God? Where did God come from? I mean, you know, I believe in the panspermia theory. I believe in a, a, a lot, but there's a lot of a lot of things that. Um, don't make sense. Like That's, where did all the planets come from? I why totally are, get why it. are all planets round? And are planets our, if you want to depend, if any of us wants to depend on our own abilities to think through this, well then yeah. we're, we're, it's a lost cause because I think that's like, what's eternity? Does the space go out for eternity? How do you wrap your that's brain around thing. that? Right. You can right. look, you can look inside a cell and just keep getting deeper and deeper and deeper. Well, and it just I keeps mean. going so, and going so, and going. Yeah. It's so vast. It's We're so not vast. the only ones. So, and you know, at the level of UFOs visiting each other, or however this is happening, that's that's a small, that's a little small picture when you consider the big picture. Right. You know, like you said, you know, there's who know how far where is it? Where does it stop? 
right? Yeah. We so, also we also all have this presumption of uh, beings of the same matter of a certain size. Uh, we we yeah. have no idea. They could be no. a billion times our size, a billion times smaller. Right. It, we we have this so, presumption right. that everything's on that same kind of level. Well, ask, look, I asked you, Steve. You know, how big is the average bird? What would you tell me? The average. Uh, how big is the average bird? Yeah, average bird. You mean in in size, in terms of yeah, wingspan, wingspan. Oh, I would say I don't know. There's all differences. Right. Ostrich is huge. Okay, just give me another average. Average bird. I'd say one foot wingspan. Okay. Yet our planet, if you had asked you that question, you know, thousands of years ago or millions of years ago, we had pterodactyls with thirty-six to forty foot wingspans. Yeah, but we've only been around for like eight thousand years, so. But the point is, just because we get used to something this big doesn't mean that, that like, and I was going. Hey, I am the first to admit. I'm the first to admit. I don't know. Everything right. I do is based on, it's just based on faith. Right. But we get accustomed to things and that's what we, we use as a reference. Right. But, Cool. We're just a speck in this universe that we're in. We're You're just a just tiny a little speck. speck. Right. Your You're brain s- is just a speck. All right, so It'll be so, a speck in your mouth. Okay. So with 250 people seeing something, right? Yeah. And what we saw and what we experienced and all these other people, what do you think it was? What do you think we got involved? I don't I'm know. Not, I don't I, mean, I have no idea. Perspective on things. What? Yeah. I have I have no idea. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. I, what do you I, think, Bob? Uh, I don't presume to believe we're the only ones in the in the entire galaxy. There's no way. I think but. it's really hard to believe that 250 people could you know have a story carry it on for this long without one of them coming out and saying, "All right, I was lying about this whole thing." So, hey, right. there you go. So, what's really happening? You know, mm-hmm. and like you said, we don't really know. I'll tell you Are what's you- really happening. It's the end of our show. I, I that. <laughs> it's time to pick. I like Tom. We need to have Tom come back. We got to talk to him. We do. We will have Tom to come back. I want to talk willing. about <laughs> Mr. Tom. It was so awesome yeah. having you on. I really appreciate you joining us. And and if you want to have a discussion about religion or something, we'll bring you back on. Would it be I'll fun? tell you something real quick before you leave. Okay. My mother, people don't realize this, my mother has her master's in ministry. My mother's a minister. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. I have to carry the cross. Then you see a UFO and you're like, no more cross. I was misinformed. <laughs> right. <laughs> I Fair see enough. things differently now. Yeah. All right, listen, everybody, make sure you connect with us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and all that other stuff. So until the next episode, remember, there's no such thing as a stupid question. Only stupid people who ask stupid questions. Thanks very much, Tom. Thanks, Thanks, Tom. Tom. Appreciate it. Baby.